Hey, it's Anna. And the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The Blogging Business Owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash N-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Hi, and welcome to this week's Blogging Business Owner podcast. I'm your co-host, Anna. And this is your other co-host, Chaitanya. And this week, we're going to be talking about the January-February recap income report. So what did you do, Anna, in January-February? Can you tell me a little more about it? Yeah, I can tell you about what I did this week, but I also want to talk about kind of my goals for the year, but I'll get to that. Yeah, in short, this week, I spent about two to three hours working and that's on average right it wasn't like every week i was working two to three hours um Mm -hmm. i did take a long a break um and so you'll notice that there's one post you know on blogging business owner and that's because of the break and then we are gonna start again in march so this is the first episode that you'll hear but yeah some of the things that i um that we did in january february were things like um, launching a WordPress site uh, for the first time. And that that was um, something that we did together. I thought it was an experience. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it was a big learning experience. I think it was a big learning experience for us. This is our first time starting a blog and we learned about how WordPress works, how we use our uh, hosting platform. Didn't, uh, I forgot the name. What What, what is it called? The hosting platform is Cloudways. Oh, yeah. We yeah. figured out how to use uh, some awesome features in Cloudways for our blog. Uh, yeah, and I want to talk more about Cloudways, but just about WordPress. We started off, I think, with the free theme. I think that's how we started, and it just wasn't working. Yeah, I remember. It was a painful experience starting with a free theme uh, nothing was preloaded and it was a lot of work so i think we went around looking for alternatives instead of using a free theme yeah it was not helpful i remember we were looking at themes and they look really cool but once we uploaded them it <laughs> didn't look anything like what they were advertising and um i i get that that's part of a free theme you know i'm not saying anything you know against the companies or anything but yeah definitely uh go with the pro theme uh so for me it, the benefits were that you know it comes with plugins and what you see is definitely what you get and you can always customize it i mean we've been customizing the theme for blogging business owner a ton and we've really made it our own uh, but it was just such a good feeling and a relief to you know, get something on the site that made sense within the first, you know, couple of minutes rather than, you know, spending hours on something that just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And on the theme, uh, we looked for a responsive theme. 
that was a big thing for us because we wanted our website to look similar on desktop, mobile, and other forms of media. I think that was a big part of selecting the theme too. Yeah, that was a huge part. Uh, I really liked the, you know, responsive was such a new term for me. And just learning that there's themes that are optimized for that is, you know, it's, it's great to know because I didn't know that, you know. So definitely look for that too. When you're looking for a theme, make sure that it says responsive. Um, so, you know, other things that I did this uh, last two months it doesn't feel like two months it feels like a week (laughs) because everything was so spread out but you know so anyway I signed up for affiliates and affiliate marketing is something that you know that we're going to be launching with blogging business owner and um, I'll talk more about some affiliates um, during the podcast but that was a big win because it it's new to go on, you know, companies' websites and learn about affiliate programs and signing up for them as, you know, as much as affiliate networks and the difference between the two and, you know, what I'm most comfortable with. Uh, but it's definitely something that I'm looking forward to and something that I think will monetize the website. Yeah, talking about monetization, I think we did some work on SEO. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, that is a huge subject on SEO. But yeah, that uh, learning SEO was a big thing this month. Uh, There was keywords that, you know, that we were learning about and how to optimize the website and make changes to it, uh, make sure it's ranking, uh, make sure that we're tagging the website uh, so that Google knows how to recognize different sections of the website as well. And uh you know, learning about alt text for images and making sure that the speed is up so that uh, it's optimized for both mobile and PC. So we learned a ton about SEO and and I definitely want to talk more about that. Yeah, I think it's a fun experience overall, uh, optimizing your website for search engines. Um, I think we did some sort of work on social media too. Like we had to start a accounts like social media accounts on twitter facebook instagram pinterest do you want to talk more about what sort of things you did there yeah so we launched business accounts which are completely free and i definitely recommend that for businesses Uh, you get a lot of uh, benefits through doing business accounts Uh, You can definitely do a lot of things, you know, with your personal account, but you do have, you know, for example, Pinterest, they will let you see some new add-ons before uh, personalized accounts. And so there there are a ton of benefits. You're also exposed to advertising and promotion within uh, social media. That's one thing that I want to learn more about is learning from the actual social media platform, what they recommend and what is helpful for them to know yeah that that's really insightful Anna thanks for that input Um, uh, since this is a new thing for us can you walk us through how did you go about like starting a blog and like writing blog posts because I I would think it's a little bit intimidating to write your own blog post and publish it right so what did what went through your mind (laughs) yeah it was definitely uh I don't know. Yeah, I guess intimidating would be a good word. I was so excited that that didn't stop me from writing. It was mostly 
the flooding of ideas that I was getting. And so I was quick to write them down and make lists and make, you know, trees and just mind maps about all the different things that I was um, learning about. So writing a blog post, it, it definitely was a learning curve. And I did think as I was working through it in my mind that it would be um, a huge task. And so at that point, I uh, started looking at AI and things that would help me as a blogger. And I, I just, it just seemed like daunting. And so, you know, thankfully there is new software is called phrase.ai. And I want to talk a little bit more too about that coming up. Um, but a phrase was something that really supported my writing. They have a great, uh, website where you're able to make outlines, uh, that are based on top ranking articles, with statistics and quotes uh, and uh, headlines and questions. And that really saves a ton of time because before that I was going on to, you know, like Quora to find out, you know, what are people asking? And that is super helpful too. So if you're doing that, you know, definitely that that's, you know, helpful, but phrase does it for you. So with phrases, one click and you get all of this information. So I mean, it's free. <laughs> There's a free trial with it. So I, I would, you know, really encourage you to use phrase as you start and as you continue to blog as well. That was really insightful, Anna. Um, do you want to talk about how much money you made over like the past few months? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could talk about that. Um, so, okay, so if I look at my income, you know, I was a bit... Um, nervous about saying actual numbers because even though they can be encouraging um it, it is private right how much you're earning and how much you're spending but i decided to go ahead and do it um and i'll you know hopefully we can get some comments and hear about what you think about the income report and what you would like to know um but for me i thought that i was you know i did not break even this month i actually didn't make any money um but i did spend and so I spent about $132 and the money went to Cloudways, ConvertKit, uh, website policies, and Google Workspace. And so that's a combination of two months. Uh, but yeah, I was in the negative for sure. Whoa, 132 bucks. Uh, is that a lot? That sounds a lot just to start up a blog. How did you decide on like going with Cloudways, going with Google Workspaces, ConvertKit and stuff like that? Yeah, I don't think it's a lot. Um, I think it's definitely a benefit when you do have money to invest. I think this would be so much more difficult if, you know, if you're starting out and you're doing this as a DIY and really doing everything yourself, I think it's a lot you know, a time that you're investing. And so I think where, you know, where we had money to invest and that made it a whole lot easier. Uh, but yeah, Cloudways is, um, like I, I was beginning to talk about a little bit earlier, it's a clouding hosting uh, service. And what I really like about Cloudways is that it gives you a free trial. And most of these sites, like, you know, I'm not going to name them, but the other sites that host your website, they usually don't give you a free trials. And you usually have to sign up with them and pay like an annual fee. And with Cloudways, that's that's not what it is. You get a free seven day trial for, you know, new signups. 
and you pay as you go. So you don't, you're not locked in into an annual, not even a monthly, um, you know, rate. It's whatever you use, that's what you pay for. And you can always make it, you know, a little bit more affordable. Um, you, you can choose between different hostings like Amazon and um, what were the other ones? Google, there's uh, HostGator and other ones, I think. Yeah, and you know, some of them are a little bit more money than others. Like Amazon is definitely one that is a little bit more costly. Yeah, servers on Amazon and Google tend to be a lot more costly as compared to others. Right, and so I decided to go with one of like the most affordable plans. And, you know, the great thing about Cloudways is that you get to choose your location. And, you know, we are based in San Francisco and there's uh, there's a signal here in San Francisco. And so it's really great for us. But for people who are in other countries like Australia and your main audience is in the U.S., usually they've uh, you might have heard this, but they usually experience trouble with. Uh, getting their data transferred all the way to, you know, to reach U.S. customers. And so having your website be on, you know, on a server in the U.S., like, you know, like San Francisco, uh, it, it's really beneficial. And Cloudways lets you do that. So you're not, you know, just in your region. You can choose other signals as well. Uh, so that's how I came to, you know, uh, come around Cloudways and uh ConvertKit is, you know, it started as a email marketing system, but it really is so much more than that. It it also helps you with landing pages, forms, e-commerce stores. It's really the best way to start a small business. And the way I started with ConvertKit was I started way before uh, we even had a website and I started with the landing page. And that's the way that I started to grow my email list because I just, I couldn't wait for us to get the website up. I knew that it was going to take some investment in time. So it was just something that um, I needed to get started. Um, so ConvertKit definitely allowed me to do that with um, with our landing pages and forms. So I was on the free trial for, I think, the first month. And then I started to pay for segmentation and broadcasting during February. So that's where you see the $29. And website uh, policies is something else that I um, that I was really proud of. You know, something that you could get penalized for and even have to pay money for is if you don't have a privacy policy on your website because you're ultimately liable for everything that happens on your website. And so... Having a privacy policy was a huge thing for me because I want to make sure that, you know, people are protected and, you know, that, you know, we're keeping people safe on the website. And so uh, website policies was such a lifesaver because you don't have to go through, you know, like a lawyer, which costs a ton of money. You go on website policies, they ask you a couple questions that you know the answers to. Um, and they, you know, come up with a policy for you. And the more policies you buy, the better. So for example, I bought, I think it was like five policies and it was about like $60. And then I thought I should get another policy. And I think it was like a, I don't remember exactly what policy it was, maybe the GDPR. And I thought I should definitely get that policy. So I added it on and it was $20. So when you go on uh, website policies, uh, there's a tip, buy them in bundles. Um, You know, if you're not selling any products or services, then you 
don't need to get a refund policy, but you know, like all the other ones like privacy policy disclaimers, those are good things to have on your website, but definitely if, you know, very least get a privacy policy. Yeah. Thanks for telling us about the privacy policies. I think that's a really important thing that you should consider, uh, especially with the new GDPR rules. Uh, there's a lot of compliance that you need to take care of these days. Uh, do you want to walk us through like some of the tools that you have used while blogging and like uh, what subscriptions did you had to like take to write blog posts in general? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I spoke about ConvertKit. I spoke about Phrase. The Phrase is definitely something that uh, I don't think a lot of people know about it. It, it was... I think it was just launched like in September and it's been a lifesaver. And I know people who are big into like SEO writing, they know about it uh, because it's AI focused, right? So um, it, it's okay. So we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about, um, yeah, phrase. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know about it. And honestly, it is such a time saver and, I get tons of ideas. I always add to it. Um, I don't just stick with what, you know, the suggestions are, but those are, you know, how you customize, right, your blog, and that's definitely something you want to do. Um, yeah, Namecheap is something that I used at the beginning, but I think your question was, how do I write my blogs? Um, so phrase is a huge one. I uh, use Grammarly uh, to make sure that my, you know, I'm not misspelling and that things are making sense. Uh, and then Ivory Mix is a great stock photo, um, sh like one-stop shop for everything. And so they have great, you know, pictures that work with my themes. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, using Phrase, Grammarly, and Ivory Mix definitely helps you write uh, nice blog posts. So I think it's been a while uh, that we have been working on this. Do, do you want to go back through things and tell me like what worked and what kind of didn't work yeah so what worked was wordpress um uh, just in the time you know it took us six hours uh to get our wordpress site up i think you can do it faster than that uh but it was our first time uh and so and i think it was it's pretty good timing I think six hours to get the whole thing up and running I think it's I think that's pretty good honestly for beginners what do you think yeah uh, I think we put some time into the free theme too before just to see how it works and uh, putting some time there and then putting some time into the actual like the pro theme that we got uh, made a lot of difference uh, it saved us a lot of work uh, like just building even like a basic blog post was really difficult with the free theme and the pro theme was everything was built in everything was populated already you could just create a new post and everything was ready so I think it was really easy to work with and the whole experience was kind of like a streamlined experience you would expect out of WordPress yeah that was when I downloaded the free theme at first I I thought it would, <laughs> that's what I was expecting. Uh, but we learned that that's not what free theme means. Uh, so yeah, super proud that, you know, that worked out for us and that we had the time and the resource, you know, to put that together. 
And once that was up, uh, I started working with Google on tagging the website to make sure that it understood, you know, which one was, you know, to index the website and what's the front page and what are the other pages and what are, what is on the other pages, like the title and the body. I know this sounds a bit simple, but actually you like it does take some time to tell Google what is on every page and you know, one thing is, you know, to consider if you have below 100 pages on your website, you definitely want to go through this process because even though Google is on, you know, the search engine and is looking for new websites all the time, it does take time, uh, like weeks for it to discover your website. And so you, you know, you don't want to be putting all that, you know, effort into your website and Google not know about it. So, you know, one way to really speed up the process is to, you know, um, kind of tell Google what's on the website so it starts to index the website. And if you're over 100 pages, then definitely, you know, then Google Google knows it's there, most likely. But at that point, you want to get it site mapped. Uh, but we're not there yet. So I got it indexed. And within the first three weeks, I had uh, Google AdSense reach out to me. That's crazy, right? Yeah, like uh, them getting back to you this quickly, the turnaround being so quickly, I was like surprised and happy. Like, uh, it's, I was really surprised. Yeah, I was so surprised. Most people say that it takes them, you know, months to get discovered. I think I've heard three months to get discovered by Google AdSense. And, and, you know, you have to apply for that. So, you know, stuff like that. But it's after the application, it takes them three months. And for me, I I think I probably um, applied the day after we got the website up. <laughs> and so it was pretty quickly. Um, but that's when we went on break. And so we actually took the website down and uh, Google AdSense wasn't able to, you know, like, approve or decline my application because the website wasn't up. So um, the website's up now. And so we've prompted Google to go ahead and, and check it out. So, you know, to approve Google AdSense. Talking more about the website, the WordPress website is hosted on Cloudways. And like the experience with Cloudways was really awesome. Uh, they have different kinds of environments you could make. Uh, there's, of course, the live environment where your website actually resides. And then you can have a staging environment where you could do some experiments with your website, see how things turn out to be. And if you feel like you want to push those experiments to your live website, it's just like a click of a button. So they have made it pretty easy and you can constantly iterate or like keep working on your website, keep improving it, adding new features, add new content uh, without risking like uh, messing up your own live website. So I think Cloudways was really awesome for that. Other than that, I think Cloudways also like handles the scaling part of your website pretty easily. So it's like a single click where you can upgrade your server, you can add more uh, file storage, you could add more database storage if you need it. So it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I heard of one guy who has like 13 different blogs and he's working off of one gigabyte <laughs> on Cloudways. And so and it's all in one spot, right? He doesn't have to go to a ton of different places just to check out how his websites are doing. He just goes to Cloudways and you just click applications and then you find all the applications. And yeah, just like you were saying, you have a staging area in Cloudways, which is really unique. 
most people have to make their changes live. We don't do that. We get to uh, work in the staging area and then we get to pick what we want to push or pull uh, from the live website. That way it doesn't disrupt uh, you know, the user experience. And whoever's on the website, we just don't want to change it for them you know, while they're on it. So <laughs> I'm going to move on to things that failed. And I, I don't know if... I don't know if I should call it fail, right? But uh, we were, we had this plan to start blogging and all of a sudden, um, you know, we had to take a break and it, it was, it was health related and I think it was, you know, it was needed. And so we, I don't think that's a fail. I think that's just life and it happens, you know, but as far as like a business, you know, um, trajectory you definitely don't want to take a break you know right after you open a business uh, or it was needed so that happened and you know something else is that I had um, we had been working on you know on the blog sort of like the idea of the blog for you know a long time before January and so I had already preloaded a ton of content into social media and I had my schedulers and I had all kinds of things. And because we, I deactivated everything because I just didn't want to monitor and it was just, you know, like something that you definitely want to be monitoring all of your platforms. And that was just something that I wasn't able to do during that time. And so I deactivated and all that content, of course I have it. But, you know, I have to reschedule it. So, um, I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a lot. I think uh, deactivating and getting back into it uh, is a lot. <laughs> you have to turn off and turn on again. Like, going from your experience till now, like, for a couple of months, what do you think? What, what What's your next plan? What do you do for the upcoming few months? Well, I... I do want to talk about, you know, my year and then later on I do want to talk, you know, like pace it amongst like quarters, which I haven't done. So that's going to probably be next episode maybe. But right now, just for the next month, there's a couple of things I want to do and I'm not saying I'm going to do them all, but uh, you know, maybe. Uh, so I want to develop a course and that is actually done. Um, it hasn't been launched, but I actually already did it and it's an email course. Uh, and it teaches you about blogging and, you know, the main things you need to know about, you know, how to monetize your website, things like that. And it's definitely targeted towards blogging business owners. So it's not so much for people who just want to blog, you know, to stay in touch with their family or, you know, to show off a great vacation, but it's more about how do you make money and how do you, you know, put everything that is needed to, you know, start your blogging business, you know, journey. And of course, you know, you can't really cover everything in an email course, but I think it's a pretty good starter. So if anybody is, you know, even just thinking about, you know, a blogging business, I think it's a good start. And so I definitely encourage people to sign up for that. You know, something else that I'll be focusing on is now that I'm on affiliate programs is writing content for affiliates so that people can learn more about, you know, these great programs. And uh, I... I am pushing programs that are beneficial and that I use. And so I, I think that, 
you know, that's the best. But I do see myself realistically also having, you know, being an affiliate of a program that maybe I haven't tried but really want to try uh, because blogging gives you that insight into learning more about a product than a service. And so um, so far I do use these, but I think in the future I might end up, you know, being an affiliate for something that maybe I haven't tried uh, fully, but something I'm very curious about. And learning more about SEO. Uh, that's something that we're both learning about and I <laughs> tons to learn about SEO. But when I compare, you know, marketing on Google versus marketing on social media, SEO doesn't seem that complicated. I think social media algorithms make it so much more complicated. And it's just honestly, like even though SEO is said to be like, you know, daunting, it's more streamlined um, than like the algorithm for, you know, all these other platforms. Something I also wanted to <laughs> is complete the Audience Growth Academy course from Ivory Mix. So if uh, I think you've seen me on, you know, the computer taking this course, but uh, I think it's a great course. So some things that I'm trying next month is going to be being more active on social media and adding Quora and Reddit. I don't know if those are actually like social medias. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I guess some people might say that they are. I think like they are like social medias, right? Because uh, you have a lot of people contributing to the platform. Like for Quora, there's people asking questions, people from the community answering the questions and providing their input. Uh, also, like similarly on Reddit, there are forums where people join subreddits or like sub forums and there's people posting and asking questions and stuff like that and people responding. So I would think that there's a decent amount of social engagement, which makes them like highly social platforms, I think. Yeah, I would think so. And some people, I think, rely more on Quora and Reddit, you know, to ask their questions, like as a search engine rather than Google. You know, I, I would think that that might be the case. Um, at least that's what I've seen on some of the polls. And so that's something that I want to venture in and learning more about. And so I'm going to be doing a lot of engagement <laughs> the next upcoming month and reaching out and connecting a lot more. I think that, you know, I, I think that one post a week is OK for right now. I, you know kind of getting my bearings but at the same time I think it's so important to get out and make connections and learn about your audience and you know like make those connections with potential audience members as well and raise awareness about you know your business I think that's really important so Another platform that everybody's welcome to join by the way is the ConvertKid community they used to have a Facebook page but um, you know it's somewhat difficult at least from what they said to manage a Facebook page and so they have now created their own community it's freshly launched as well and so that's something that I really want to do I have been on the platform and I have been conversing uh, but I really want to do like a 30-day challenge um, and this is not something that they're saying this is just like my own thing um, I want to go in there and talk to people and get to know people and um, there's all these different communities like uh, convert kit newbies and uh I don't know, convert kit, like more advanced people, I guess. Uh, but I want to try them all and just see what I, you know, what I can find out of that. And uh, also going to start with recording for voice and video. 
uh, and that's what we're doing now. And so I'm so excited because this will probably launch um, the last week of February or the first week of March. And so that is something that we're already doing that I'm already doing now. Okay, so the next part is a branding and I have a picture here. It's it's on the blog, uh, but we're looking at it now. And branding is it's a ton of things. Okay, but some some of the basic parts or fundamentals is choosing your fonts and your colors, right? Like what are you going to be recognized for? Some people I hear take years to take uh, to choose a font. I didn't take that long. I already knew what font I wanted and it was Nunito. I love that font. It, it just, it goes great for headings and heading two, heading three. I mean, just everything. I just really like it. And it's really um, readable. These are my brand colors. So what do you think about the brand colors? Oh, uh, I really love them. Uh, I was surprised that you were already branding everything with your brand colors, even on the website. And uh, it was nice to see like all your social media reflecting these colors too. Uh, initially, when you were developing the things like pins and pictures for Instagram and Pinterest, uh, I was wondering where you were getting your inspiration for from. And these colors definitely add a lot of life to those pins and images on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm glad you think of it that way. Most people would say that I have way too many brand colors. <laughs> and they're right, most likely. Uh, I just, these, you know, there's so many colors out there. And these are the ones that really caught my eye. And I am comfortable with using these many colors right now. Uh, but definitely open to, you know, your comments uh, about which colors are the best. I think you'll notice a theme that I tend to lean more towards pinks and purples. Uh but you know the website's also green and so um, <laughs> there's just a mix and then as you know black and white are always you know we don't even count them but they're always part of your brand uh but instead of just you know white i chose ivory and so um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with them. Yeah, um, the brand colors seem to be spot on with most of the stuff. Um, I noticed that you have been like planning this uh schedule uh, for quite a few weeks do you want to walk us through how you did that yeah so this is a tracker and these are annual goals is that what you're referring to yeah okay so <laughs> these are my goals okay you tell me what you think about them but let's see i said i would earn one thousand dollars in one month what do you think about that Definitely. Um, I think that's definitely possible. Uh, at least like since we have started so soon, I think we'll get some more traction this year. And yeah, I think that's something that we could work on. Yeah, I mean, once I break it down, it kind of seems a little bit daunting. But, you know, like Google AdSense, for example, with the traction that we have and, and maybe like our traction is like not like as much you know as we could have but uh we could probably make about 50 dollars a month and so having that into perspective a thousand dollars i think it's it's it is i think for me at least the content creator 
it is a bit of a stretch i think <laughs> like we would have to take like sell a whole lot of affiliates you know or you know have a product or service which it that is coming but you know it's not like even in draft yet <laughs> i mean um if let's let's not think about the earning part but i think we can have a goal for like subscribers and followers getting some page views definitely i think we can hit those goals for sure so my goal for 2021 is to have in one month 50,000 page views what do you think about that uh I think it's definitely aspirational, uh, but you got to have some plans, some goals to look up to so that you can scale your website like that. So I really like that you're targeting 50,000 page views, but I would think like in general, if you look at people who have been blogging for a long time, 50,000 page views wouldn't be much, but as, as like we are starting right now, working towards that would take a little bit of time, right? Yeah, I think it would be worth, you know, maybe seeing how many page views I have right now, um, which I don't think it's a lot actually, but you know, what is like, I don't know. So surprising to me is that they're all organic. Isn't that great? They're all organic. Yeah. Having your own traffic, your own following is definitely means a lot to us. Yeah. Um, you know, but they're not coming from Pinterest. Or from Instagram or from social media. They're definitely, they're going into Google and typing in, I'm guessing the word blogging or business, I don't know. And my website is coming up. Yeah, that sounds like your uh, SEO skills are chipping in. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, I really think so. Pinterest as a social media, but okay, the search engines, <laughs> Pinterest, I'm sure search engine, um, it's one of the only platforms that I really found that pushed traffic to your website. So even though it's great to, you know, be on social media platforms, Pinterest is one of the ones that I'm really, you know, noting uh, because it does drive traffic and the longevity is, is, you know, a long time on Pinterest. And so I'm hoping to gain uh, 5,000 subscribers on Pinterest. And I will say that in my first two months, even though I was absent more than I was there, uh, I gained 10 followers. Whoa, that's a lot, I would say. 10 organic followers, that means a lot. Um, I think like you mentioned quite a bit about your affiliates. Uh, I think you have a goal here for having some sort of affiliate marketing income. Can you tell us like how we are going to work towards it? Yeah. Yeah. So my goal is $500 in one month, not $500 over like some time. It's in one month. <laughs> and so I, yes, definitely promotions and posts and having it on the website. I'm, you know, there's so much that goes into affiliates. It's really important to read the terms and conditions because, you know, you don't want to, you know, hurt your income because you accidentally. You put a link in social media or put a link on email and you weren't supposed to. So those things I get nervous about, but I, you know, I'm keeping my affiliates down to about 10, uh, 10 affiliates that I'm working with just so I get to really understand how to work with them and how to target, uh, uh, like for example, uh, in the planner, I can see that you want to do $200 of sales in one year. So like, 
how will you use your own product to achieve like $200 of sales in a year? Since we don't know what the product is, could you just tell us like how? <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the product is yet. I mean, I have an idea. I think that's my answer. I have an idea. <laughs> and we still have 10 months, sort of. Nine months, actually. Uh, so... I'm hoping $200 is a realistic goal um, and that I'll be able to achieve it. Uh, but I think, you know, connecting with your audience is definitely one thing that I can start doing now. And I want to be able to reach 10 shout outs um, within this year. So people who, you know, positively want to share my content because they feel like it's helping them and it's valuable to them. I, you know, I really value that connection. And so I want to reach about, you know, 10 people who are willing to, you know, connect back with me. And, you know, some of the ways that I'm planning to do that is to guest post at least 10 times this year. I think that is a huge goal because there's so much that goes into guest posting, you know, uh, it's, making sure that you're vibing with the audience and that you have content that is going to resonate with them. And, you know, the benefits are, are tons, but really you only get those benefits if you really connect with the audience. And so I think that's something that I'm really looking to do this year is to connect with the audience more, uh, and, and to make blogging business owner relevant. Yeah, that was really insightful, Anna. Um, over the past few months, uh, like how have you navigated blogging and do you have any like tips for a new blogger, how they can like go about working, like, um, how they can optimize their setup, how they can like make, write a lot of content if they want to write a lot more of blog posts. Yeah, I mean, we talked about some of the things that, you know, you can use on the web, like Grammarly, right? You can also use services like Upwork, where you can find a whole lot of help. Like, uh, you know, people can help you with your social media platforms. People can even ghostwrite for you. People, I mean, honestly, you can get everything done. I went on Upwork and I was looking at uh, editors and I asked this one editor who is like really I mean she has awesome reviews and I asked her you know how much would it cost to get 5,000 words and she replied back $1,700 for 5,000 <laughs> words of oh, video wow. and images $1,700 yeah that's that's like that's like a lot of money I think it's it's like uh, having your own blog that probably earns at least like 10 times more money than the than the cost of the post itself at least yeah i mean it would have to be worth it right to pay those prices so so upwork <laughs> you can get everything done at upwork <laughs> you know you just need to have the money <laughs> to do it uh but you can also get stuff done like pretty cheap so i mean just look at you know what things are kind of taking you a little bit longer and um, what things you can, you know, like have other people do for you. Some people have, you know, really great gifts. And so it, they might just be, you know, faster at something. And so that might be something you want to leverage. Um, but let's see, starting a blog, I, I would definitely get a Spotify playlist together and, oh, we might get copyrighted, so I'm not going to show it. Okay. <laughs> but definitely get your own Spotify 
Spotify playlist. So I have a playlist for writing, for creating. Um, I think those are the two that I work with. And last but not least, I would definitely encourage you to have an ergonomic setup. Um, I have this on my website. Please, please, please make sure that you are supporting your back and your body and your neck and your eyes and your hands, you know, the whole thing. You are going to be spending a ton of time on your computer and, you know, you don't want to develop, you know, some weird illness, you know, because you've been spending, you know, so long on the computer. And so making sure that you have equipment that's supportive to you is something that I definitely would, you know, suggest to all bloggers. Some of the things, you know, just as we wrap up, some of the things that I want to recap are, you know, looking back, I'm grateful for the unexpected break. Um, I think we were really winding up for, you know, this uh, blogging business for I think a year, maybe two, you know, just a long time. We were like just thinking about it and conceptualizing it. And it just took, you know, it took a ton. And so once we actually got started, um, it was like we were running and then we had to like abruptly stop. And that time was just so reflective as far as, you know, taking time to listen, taking time to reflect, taking time to look at our work and, and really shape it in a way that, you know, it was connecting with audiences. And I honestly don't think we would have done that or I would have done that if there wasn't a break. I think we would have implemented, kept going. We already had a schedule. We had all the content made. And so reflection, yeah, sure. Sometime, right? And, you know, that's just, I think I'm so grateful uh, for that break. And so some of the things that I learned. Uh, Pinterest. So my pins were stagnant pins at the beginning because that's all I saw. And then I started to like learn more about Pinterest and I started to learn about the algorithm and it's just not what Pinterest is pushing anymore. And so while I had tons of content and again, it was scheduled and everything, it didn't get pushed out. Some of it did. Uh, but yeah, they were stagnant pins. And so I changed my strategy to be video and stories. And so that's, you know, going to boost uh, the traffic a ton more. Uh, something else is <laughs> Instagram took so much energy. <laughs> I, you know, some of the things that were taking so long were the captions. I, uh, it was, uh, it was stressful. So I leaned on Ivory Mix and Ivory Mix has honestly been a lifesaver. I mentioned a ton of the things that they have, like stock photos and templates. They also have captions. And so the captions have really been a lifesaver for um, my social media, my Instagram specifically. And uh, let's see, I wrote reflection. Before writing a blog, I learned more. I leaned more towards audio and video. That is so important for me. So I actually didn't learn about blogging through reading. (laughs) I learned about blogging through like audio and video. And so that's just the way that I prefer to consume content. Now I read, of course, the blogs, but it's just not my preferred way. Um, So I think that that's important. Like, you know, my audience would, you know, like that as well. And so that's the main focus of why, you know, this podcast is coming uh, to fruition and why this is starting. 
So thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, this was a recap for January and February for a blogging business owner. And we want to incorporate a features question and want to hear from you. Uh, and we'll provide solutions. So comment below and also uh, to, you know, to the blog post. Uh, and we'll be sure to answer those questions on on the podcast and also on the blog. Thanks so much. And we'll see you at bloggingbusinessowner.com. So as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast.